You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. I'm your host, Mark King. Monday edition of the show today, the Grizzlies were busy over the weekend trading players, signing a player, so there's lots to talk about, lots to get to on the show today. But first, make sure you go subscribe to Locked On Grizzlies podcast in whatever platform you use, whether that's Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, whatever that is, just make sure you go subscribe to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast so you do not miss an episode Every single day of the week. And when you get in your car, just tell your smart device smart device to play Locked On Podcast or whatever you're listening to, and it will start playing the latest episode. So pretty cool on that as well. So let's go and get to it. The Grizzlies, let's start with the Grizzlies trading for Dwight Howard. They're sending out CJ Miles and they're getting Dwight Howard in return. Um, on the face of it, this looks like a, a very, very strange trade. Uh, but the, when you kind of look at the details of it and, and know why they're doing it, uh, they're not keeping Dwight Howard. They're they're waving Dwight Howard. This is purely for money reasons. So the Grizzlies sent out C.J. Miles, who has roughly eight eight and a half million dollars on a contract. They get back Dwight Howard, who's got roughly five and a half million dollars on a contract. So in theory, all they're going to do is wave Dwight Howard. That's pretty much will be dead money. And once they do that, they haven't officially done that yet. Um, if they, I guess, as with everything they've done, we keep saying they're going to weigh people, but if they, I guess, they find somewhere to send Dwight Howard, maybe they could do that. I, I don't know if they will. Uh, there was a report from Shams uh, already that they're going to waive him, so I anticipate them to do that. Uh, once they waive Dwight Howard, it will be basically dead money. So the money that is guaranteed to Dwight Howard will be guaranteed to Dwight Howard, but they'll waive him. They'll still owe that money to him and still count against the cap. So effectively, all they're doing is saving a little over $3 million, $3.1 million, when they're sending out C.J. Miles to the Washington Wizards. So uh, in theory, this is a good trade for the Grizzlies. It gets C.J. Miles off of your books, a guy that probably didn't really fit for what you're trying to do, timeline, rebuilding, all of those type of things. Uh, C.J. Miles could have offered some shooting this year. It would have been uh, fine to have him on the roster, You know, could have played for this team, um, but they end up deciding to, again, ship him out for savings and, and trying to completely rebuild this roster, um, and that's fine. I think that's probably that's probably a good idea for him, uh, going, to the, going to the Wizards and getting that money to save for the Grizzlies. In the same kind of day trade, um, in the same, basically in the same scenario, they're also they also waived Avery Bradley, something that we've been talking about on the show for quite some time, uh, as we thought that they would probably do. Basically, uh, they owe Avery Bradley two million dollars guaranteed, so they would save roughly eleven million dollars there uh, to once they waive Avery Bradley. So once they did all that, they had. Roughly $17 million in cap space. So um, it puts them in a big chunk of money. If you listened to the show last week at the roster crunch on Friday, uh, we talked about how much money they had and what they could do with that money. And one of the things they could do with that money was uh, sign DeLon Wright, which we'll talk about in a little bit, and or you could use the mid-level exception, or you could uh, wave Avery Bradley. Those things all could happen. But you could, or excuse me, you could sign Avery Bradley. Those things could all happen, but they could not all happen at the same time. This gave them the ability to do basically one and two. So they were able to 
17 million dollars you could use your mid-level exception your buy-in exception you could use your mid-level exception and resign to lawn right all those things are possibilities so uh you could do a lot of money with 17 million dollars below the luxury tax um but you can't just go sign new players you're over the cap so you can't effectively just go sign whoever you want with 17 million dollars you can only do with that that space it's there but you can only do certain things with it via exceptions or trades or anything like that so um the Grizzlies again send out Dwight Howard, taking or excuse me, send out CJ Miles, taking Dwight Howard. It saves in three point one million dollars on their luxury tax bill. Uh, excuse me, before below the luxury tax, it puts them three point one million dollars, even more below it than they already were. Uh, they waive Avery Bradley, which gives them about eleven million dollars in savings. Again, this creates about seventeen million dollars for them to work with, and we'll talk about how they worked with that here in just a second. But this is a good move. I mean, you 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 don't need Dwight Howard. That's fine. You waive him, but this is a good move. It saves you more money. It continues to build the asset. Again, if you view assets as in cap relief as an asset, it continues to build the assets, continues in this this path. And the Grizzlies front office clearly has a plan. They clearly have a path to where they're trying to get to. At this point, I don't know what that end result is. I don't know where they land at the end of all this. At, at the beginning of this offseason, I thought that we that there was a direction of where they wanted to land at the end of the offseason, but they've averaged basically a trade every single day since free agency has opened. So I don't know where they're going, but they clearly do. They clearly have a plan. They clearly have an idea of what they want to do, and that's fine. So uh, they know where they're going, and this this trade helps them accomplish those goals. And you'll see here in a minute as we talk about the, the upcoming trades and signs and offers like and, and that they did after that 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 sets them up for what they wanted to do then. So, uh, again, the Grizzlies did a, did a good thing here. It's fine. It, it, Dwight Howard will be, will be, again, dead money, but that's okay. There was going to be basically C.J. Miles could have potentially gotten waived anyway, to, you know, if you're in the middle of the season or something like that. I mean, he, he might not have even played. So uh, it, was, it was a little bit of savings, and you're sending C.J. Miles out to a team he actually will probably play for. So the Grizzlies do a good thing here. We're going to come back. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and talk about DeLon Wright, talk about Tyus Jones, what they did with the Dallas Mavericks uh, over the weekend as well. Welcome back to the show. The Grizzlies, again, like I mentioned before, they waived Dwight Howard, and they put themselves in about $17 million worth of cap space under the luxury tax. Like I mentioned before, they can't just go out and sign players with that money. It's not how it works. You can't just go sign whoever you want and go get a free agent. That's not how it works. They have a couple of exceptions, a couple of mechanisms they can use to sign those players uh, that they, since they were over the cap, they also can use, they also can trade with players. So uh, $17 million. And the Grizzlies came out last night. The Grizzlies have decided to uh, let DeLon Wright go to the Dallas Mavericks in a sign and trade. Basically, Dallas Mavericks uh, gave him an offer sheet. And in the restrictor free agency, the, the team that uh, has the restricted rights, uh, in this case, the Grizzlies, that team has 48 hours to either match or let that person go. Uh, in this situation, Basically, the Grizzlies said, hey, look, we're, we're going to match if you don't give us something for DeLon Wright. Um, and they probably didn't play hardball enough because the Dallas Mavericks probably knew that that's what they, they were going to let DeLon Wright go anyway. Uh, so they get two second-round picks out of it. Now, we don't know what those two second-round picks are just yet because the, the Dallas Mavericks have some good second-round picks. They have some bad second-round picks. They have some picks from the Rockets, I believe, and the Warriors. They also have some second-round picks from the, the Miami Heat. They have the, some, their own second-round picks. So 
Um, obviously, assets are assets, and you 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 every time you gain an asset, that's fine, uh, and you, and you think that's a good idea, especially any type of you know could, could any type of money or use as money in this league. So, um, it, it's fine. I'd I'd be interested to see what the second round picks are. My initial thought when I saw this was that the money was too high for DeLon Wright. They didn't want to pay DeLon Wright the money that he was asking for. Um, also, DeLon wants to be a starter. He doesn't want to come and be a ba- John, John Morant's backup anymore. He wants to start. Uh, he will most likely start with the Mavericks. Uh, he will most likely be there, be playing alongside Luka Doncic over there. Uh, so it's it's good for him. I'm glad he got paid. Uh, but the money was basically the mid-level exception. It was right. It was three three million dollars. Uh, excuse me, three years for twenty nine million dollars. So it's basically the mid-level exception, right around nine million dollars there for the Mavericks. So um, it was a little higher than I thought DeLon was going to get, as we talked about on the show with. Chris Chris Harrington a couple weeks ago, we talked about what he might get, and we thought somewhere in the six to eight range is what we both kind of agreed on, but, uh, you know, $9 million is not not that big of a price to pay for Don Ryan. It's a little like the Jonas Valanciunas situation where it was probably, I thought it would be lower. I probably would have been more comfortable with a lower salary, but it's okay. Like, it's fine. It's not something crazy where it's not movable or anything like that. It's fine. Um, and so signing DeLon Wright for three years at $9 million a year is is fine. And as I said before, I, th- I thought DeLon Wright was a, a more important re-signing than, than Jonas Valanciunas was. Uh, DeLon Wright is a, is a different player, uh, but I thought he was more important. Uh, but the Grizzlies decided that they're, they, they, they're going to let him go, and uh, they're going to let him move on to the Dallas Mavericks for whatever reason. Now, that, that that's just they, they probably just didn't like the fit is what I assume because originally they thought the money was either too high which is what we always said that they would, they had a point that a number they would match at anything above that number. They'd probably just let him go and they'd probably go out and maybe find, sign another different uh, point guard, maybe a veteran point guard to some, some type of veteran minimum. Um, and they would just let DeLon Wright go. There was a number that they had, you know, penciled in that it was just too much for them. And I thought that was when I first saw this, I, that my initial thought was there, they clearly gave him a number that, was above 10 million that the Grizzlies didn't want, but that wasn't the case. The Grizzlies, uh, they didn't give him a number above 10 million. They could have matched 9 million just fine. And it would have been okay for Delon Wright. It would, so it would not have been something extraordinary. In, in, and it would not have been something just insane for insane money for that type of money for Delon Wright. But that wasn't the case. That that, that it wasn't the situation of hey, the money was too high. It was a situation where they just didn't want Delon Wright. That was the situation that they wanted to extricate assets for DeLon Wright. Um, and then, as you saw later in the evening, they decided to sign Tyus Jones to an offer sheet for three million, or excuse me, three years, $28 million. Now, um, clearly, it's basically the same money for DeLon Wright and Tyus Jones. Uh, so it's it's clearly the same type of money. So the money wasn't too big. It wasn't too much for the backup point guards position for the Grizzlies. And so you, you see there that that they wanted to have a backup point guard. They just didn't want DeLon Wright. They wanted Tyus Jones instead, who they clearly think fits better with their scheme or what they're trying to do or whatever that, whatever, for whatever reason, they wanted Tyus Jones and not DeLon Wright. Um, and, and if that's the case, that's fine. Uh, and you're able to extricate assets and then go sign the guy you actually want. It's totally fine. Now, the offer sheet I've seen has been somewhere, uh, it's been three for 28, it's been three for 24. I think the actual offer is... Uh, 
is eight is, is eight million dollars, basically twenty four a total with incentives to get to twenty eight. I believe that's what our good friend Peter Edmiston tweeted. I'm gonna try to try to confirm that. I'm not entirely sure, so I'll work on that. But either way, it's somewhere between eight and nine million dollars. Basically, the mid level exception. Basically, what Delon Wright assigned. So clearly, again, the Grizzlies didn't want, didn't think it was too much for Delon Wright. They just didn't want Delon Wright. That was the situation. Let's take another quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Delon Wright versus Tyus Jones, and if that was the right decision. Welcome back to the show again. The Grizzlies, like I mentioned, go out and sign Tyus Jones. The Mavericks, excuse me, the Timberwolves now have 48 hours to match. I don't know when the offer sheet was was given, so it, it could have been given on Friday. Most likely it was given on Sunday when it was reported. Uh, but the, the Grizzlies, or excuse me, the Timberwolves now have 48 hours to match or let Tyus Jones go. I've talked with some people from uh, the Timberwolves who cover the Wolves, some friends of mine. Uh, I've gotten some mixed signals. I've gotten one person that said they, they definitely need to re-sign him, although so they definitely need to match, although he doesn't know if they will. i got a couple who said they don't think they'll match at all. Uh, and I've got one person who said it depends on what they think will happen with D'Angelo Russell. If they can bring D'Angelo Russell back, then they might try to match him to come back as a, point, as a backup point guard with D'Angelo Russell. So... I've gotten some mix of signals on what they might do. Um, I, th- I think they'll probably not match Tyus Jones, but you never really know. It's not a number that's crazy. It's not, you know, and, and again, I think Tyus Jones is, is higher than we would have been for Dawn Wright. We said six to eight for Dawn Wright. I was thinking more like five to seven for Tyus Jones. Uh, but in restricted free agency, the same you see the same thing with Delon Wright. A lot of times in restricted free agency, you just have to overpay. If you really want that player, you have to pay more than what that team is willing to, you know, being comfortable with matching. Or it makes them think about it. Like it makes them go, "I'm not sure about that." You can't just give them an offsheet of four million dollars and expect to get it because the offer will be so low that it won't matter. They'll just say, "We'll match it, no problem," and they'll either move that player in a different scenario or it won't. The, the money is basically. Not enough to make them blink. It's not enough to make them think at all about it. So you see that with DeLon Wright, probably a little more than DeLon Wright's worth. So the same thing with Tyus Jones, probably more than Tyus Jones is worth. But again, if the Grizzlies have a guy, they think that that is their guy in Tyus Jones, they went out and got him. So we'll see if they match uh, depending on what depending on what happens. It's not a crazy offer. So if they really need Tyus Jones, they can probably re-sign him. But they do have some luxury tax. They are closer to the luxury tax than the Grizzlies are. So this will put them even closer. So it will depend on what happens uh, with Tyus Jones. Maybe they can use Tyus Jones in the future as a ter- as a trade ship for D'Angelo Russell, something like that. Uh, so all that has to go into play with the Timberwolves. Now, it, it, Tyus Jones versus DeLon Wright, people, have, people will tell you on Twitter – on social media, that these guys are the same thing. They're, they're not the same player at, at all. So when people say, oh, you got the same player plus assets, it doesn't matter. Then you just go get Tyson. That's not, that's not, it's not true. These guys are not the same player, period. They're, they're maybe, if you want to think they're maybe the same on the same talent level, maybe, but they're, they're not the same player. So Tyus Jones is a player who is not a shooter, first of all. Someone told me on Twitter that this is a guy who's going to space the floor and is a shooter, and that's just not true. Shot 30% from three last year. He's never shot over – his shot like – she was like 33% from three as a career. He's not a shooter at all. Here's what Tyus Jones is, is he is a game manager. He is a guy that will manage the game correctly. He is a guy that will is a, is a good passer, doesn't turn, takes care of the ball, doesn't turn the ball over. That's who Tyus Jones is. He's not sort of – I mean, he, he's not going to go out and score the basketball. 
that's DeLon Wright. DeLon Wright is a bigger guard. He's 6'5". Tyus Jones is 6'1". DeLon Wright can guard multiple positions. He can actually play off the ball a little bit. Uh, he could play in that two spot for you. So he's, he's, more, he's a little more versatile than Tyus Jones. Um, and so DeLon Wright is a guy who's going to go score the basketball, uh, can, you know, can defend multiple positions. And Ty Schoen's a good defender in his own right as well. So let's, I mean, he's just, he's a very, he, he can't defend his, at his many positions, but he's a good defender. But DeLon Wright can defend multiple positions, can go out and, 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 and pay, he passes the ball really well, passes the ball really well, doesn't take care of the ball as well as Ty Jones does, but does pass the ball, rebounds the ball better, and can score the ball better. So, if you think that Tyus Jones and DeLon Wright is the same person, it's not true. If anybody tells you that, it's not true. If you, can, if you want to think that they're on the same plane of talent level, and that's fine. You can think that. But they're, they're, not, they're not the same player. They're different players. They're different skill sets. They're, just, they're, they're, they're different. And so if you think that – if the Grizzlies think that getting the assets and Tyus Jones, who they, all they wanted is better, that's fine. I, I'm, I have no problem with that. But what I do have a problem with is people telling you, telling me that it's the same player. It's not the same player. Uh, it, and I can think DeLon Wright's better. And frankly, DeLon Wright is better. DeLon Wright is a better player than Tyus Jones. But you have to weigh, do you want the assets plus Tyus Jones or do you want DeLon Wright? That is what you have to weigh for the Grizzlies if that's, if that's what you're presented with, all those options. Do you want DeLon Wright or do you want the two second-round picks and Tyus Jones? For me... It's kind of a toss-up. I mean, it depends on the second-round picks. Are the second-round picks the Warriors and the Heat? That's going to be or Warriors and the Houston Rockets, which are going to be fifty-five and sixty over the next three, two years, or whatever it is. Or are they the Heat and the Mavericks, which might be much, much better? That is the. I mean, that 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 has a lot to do with it. I mean, the the value of the currency has has a lot to do with it. Uh, you know, do you want basically a starting caliber player, or do you want a backup point guard. Tyus Jones is a backup point guard. He's not going to be the starting point guard ever with this team. It's John Morant, period. Tyus Jones is coming here to be a backup point guard. DeLon Wright is a starting caliber point guard and is going to the Dallas Mavericks to start. So DeLon Wright is a better player, period. End of story. Tyus Jones is an okay player, and we'll see how he fits. And he is a good game manager, passes the ball really well, takes care of the ball. Those are the things that Tyus Jones does. He is not a shooter. He is not a shooter. He cannot space the floor, period, end of story. Don't, don't, don't think that. That's not what he's coming here to do. So it depends on what the way you view that trade and the way you view DeLon Wright and Tyus Jones is do you want the, the, the assets, depending on what they are, plus Tyus Jones, or would you just rather have DeLon Wright? And for me, that's that's – Kind of a toss-up. I know they. I know. I always preach about assets and second-round picks, but would you just rather have a better player? And that's really, in reality, what it comes down to. And I think it'll probably be a little clearer once you know what those second-round picks are. But for me, it's kind of a toss-up. I really like DeLon Wright. I think he's a better player than Tyus Jones. But for the Grizzlies, and that's who this matters for, they thought Tyus Jones plus the assets were better. And that will, be, that will remain to be seen once we know the assets. We'll, it will be a little clearer on if, that is, if that is true or not, basically. Once we know what those second-round those, those second picks are, it will have a better idea of if that's probably true or not. And we'll see once we get to the season uh, what, what Tyus Jones is able to do with the Grizzlies. That's today's episode. Make sure you go and subscribe to Locked on Grizzlies and whatever platform you choose, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, whatever it is, just make sure you go subscribe to Locked on Grizzlies so you don't miss an episode. If you have a moment, please go rate and review the show as well on iTunes. It really helps our rankings. And if you still don't know where to go after all that, just go to LockedOnGrizzlies.com.